abuse of power comes as no surprise. Abstraction is a type of decadence. Boredom makes you do crazy things. Eating too much is criminal. Fathers often use too much force. If you can't leave your mark, give up. It's better to be naive than jaded. People are boring unless they are extremists. Symbols are more meaningful than things themselves. True freedom is frightful. Your actions are pointless if no one notices. You're listening to Kunst Please, a podcast about modern art. And this is a story about inflammatory statements. As seen on posters, billboards, LED screens, stickers, t-shirts, condom wrappers and Frank Ocean's hoodie, the text-based art of Jenny Holzer has often been mistaken for advertising. But rather than shift product, her work is designed to sell empathy and raise awareness of societal ills and promote mistrusts in the 1% or ineffectual governments. It's fitting, perhaps, that her highly disruptive work began in 1977, formed in the crucible of the punk era, whilst Holzer was studying literature and philosophy in New York. She would take excerpts and sections from her university reading list and condense them down into powerful statements that were concise and deadly in their impact. She called them truisms. Between 1977 and 79, she created around 300 of them, all featuring versions of cliches, slogans and aphorisms that were posted guerrilla style across the city. She said of her early beginnings, I still wasn't sure I was an artist, or that I could be, or deserved to be. I thought of my practice more like standing on a soapbox, but without actually being there. The anonymity was critical. I wanted people to consider the ideas, but not give more than a passing thought to who produced them. Despite her personal reservations, though, the truisms were a smash hit with the gallery scene, and she became something of a sensation. In 1982, the Public Arts Fund sponsored an installation in which nine of her truisms flashed at 40-second intervals on a massive electronic LED board in Times Square, This was the first time she would use the technology, which would eventually become her signature medium. I used language because I wanted to offer content that people, not necessarily art people, could easily understand. This egalitarian approach is central to Holzer's work, and is perhaps what separates her somewhat from the other artists who use a lot of copy in their art. Barbara Kruger, or even Jean-Michel Basquiat, for example, who combined text with imagery in their own searing social commentaries, but didn't have the blunt force trauma impact of Holzer's truisms. The truism series was unfathomably ahead of its time, a seemingly infinite barrage of truth bombs that seemed destined for some future social network experiment. But if truisms were the perfect pre-Twitter statements, then Holzer's inflammatory essays, devised between 1979 and 82, read like the Facebook or Instagram text posts of today. Longer and grander in scope, these micro-texts were however no less provocative than their shorter counterparts, and again, remarkably prescient. 
The following entry from the series serves as a jarring takedown of our collective voyeurism and the alienating effects of the modern 24-hour news cycle. Its stark portrayal of our reactions to horror and tragedy are aggressively obvious when aligned with any present-day social media newsfeed. And it reminds me of the rather depressing yet true concept of odierism, outlined by the documentarian Adam Curtis. The notion that nowadays, in the face of unrelenting global horrors and catastrophes, all we can do is say, oh dear. Here is the essay in full. Disaster draws people like flies. Spectators get chills by identifying with the victims, feeling immune all the while. This is a particularly unattractive form of voyeurism. The detached and alienated dwell on disaster. They receive their quota of stimulation this way. They aren't sympathetic, just bored. They analyse the latest mass murder. They're maudlin over starving babies. They find images of terror and revolution compelling. They adore pathos. They congratulate themselves on their awareness and their strong stomachs. A little reality therapy would put these dilettantes to flight. All the pitiful and engaging phenomena are not supposed to come home. And there it is, Jenny Holzer. The truth will set you free. Kunst Please was created and produced by Jonathan Heath. That's me. Be sure to follow the gallery space on Instagram at Kunst Please for the complete picture. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the experience, as always, please like, comment, review, and subscribe, etc.